Thank you, everyone, for coming to today's podcast. We welcome you, very gracious and loving family. You are with us, the, the body of Jesus Christ. We're here to win. We're here to move forward and obtain the Word of God. And let's ask God to take us to the next level today to see what the Holy Spirit entails for us for this day. June 29th, we're going to be reading 29th and the 30th. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord God, for being gracious, good to us, Lord, being a good daddy and keeping us safe, Lord. Thank you that you are our daddy and Jesus purchased that for us. We take our benefits, Lord God, every one of them. We appreciate your word and we appreciate the time and the technology that we can send it out to the other body of Christ, Lord. We love the body of Christ. We bless them and pray for them constantly, Lord, that they be protected, Lord, nurtured and cared for. All their needs met. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom to the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, Lord. Thank you. Would you like to... uh, Yes, I would like to do this first one. Nice and say hi to the people, baby. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening. Today we have a great study in store for you. Actually, the Holy Spirit has a great study in store for you. So let's let's roll. Um, The title of this devotional today comes from Kenneth Copeland. 365 day devotional it's wonderful and the title says watch your big mouth (laughs) and so it's interesting that i got that one because i tend to have a big mouth so i'm going to learn from this myself no let's go (laughs) okay the scripture says i exhort therefore that first of all supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead, oh my goodness, a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. And that's First Timothy 2.1.4. is a powerful, powerful scripture. So let me read what, what they say and then we can go from there. Okay, as the Holy Spirit leads. One of our first priorities as New Testament believers is to pray for the leaders of the nations. Why? Because those leaders have under their authority multitudes of men and women who need to hear the gospel. Their decisions can open the door to, the go- to, that, go- to that gospel so that many can be saved. Or they can close the door and keep people in spiritual darkness. The love of God within us should absolutely compel us to pray for those leaders. It should, if, if should keep us, it should keep us continually on our knees. Um, lost my place. I'm sorry. One moment. When, um, asking God to turn their heads toward righteousness, it should inspire us to hold them before him in Jesus' name. When believers pray that way, miracles happen. We saw an example of that in 1991 during the Gulf War. At that time, believers rose up and flooded heaven with a tidal wave of prayer. The church opened her 
big mouth of faith and power, and one of the greatest miracles we've ever seen in our nation took place. The fourth largest and one of the best equipped armies in the world was defeated by the most unheard of overwhelming odds in the history of warfare. They suffered more than 150,000 casualties. Our side suffered fewer than 400. Was it because our Air Force and Army were so well trained and equipped? That was certainly part of it, but the main element of victory was heaven's involvement. We know that's true because a short time after the great victory in the Gulf, our same well-trained army was sent into Somalia. However, when they went into harm's way, there were they there there they went on the wings of criticism, strife, and bickering instead of prayer. We opened our big mouths, all right, but only to gripe because we didn't oppose approve of the mission. We didn't approve of the president or his administration. As a result, our same well-trained and equipped army suffered tragic losses and was eventually driven out by a raging bunch of outlaws and drug dealers. As believers committed to the life of love, we must never let that happen again. We must keep our leaders lifted in prayer and ensure they make righteous decisions where our nation is concerned. Then we must back them, not with criticism, but with our continued prayers and we must open our big mouths before the throne of grace and keep them covered with love. Amen. Amen. Let me go ahead and read that scripture again. First Timothy 2, 1 and 4. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. You know, the first thing about this is the fact is, is when you're talking to somebody, discussing or, or judging somebody, mm. God desires for that person to be saved. Mm. And we forget that truth. Beautiful. That the Savior, He died for them. Yes. So we're supposed to be under our breath, be saying prayers that they get saved. You know, yes. you never know when you're going to open a crevice in heaven and change somebody's Amen. life with your prayer. And, you, and then we'll be in obedience to what our Father, our Daddy, desires. He's a loving Daddy and He wants all, all children to come they're just children. They're just men, confused men in leadership. Yes. I always tell when I was selling real estate, I told my I asked my real estate buddy, uh, "Can you run a hundred people's lives, couples?" And he said, "No, I can't. Can't even run my own. Try running a nation, folks. How's your whole household?" Yeah. Yeah. You know. Try running a nation, even when our you know situations happen and things like so. They're doing the best they can with, uh, you know. So if we have a, I have a big mouth. So I say, praise the Lord, bless this nation, everyone around here, bless wow. the body of Christ, Lord. We pray for their, we give thanks for them and the intercession for all men, for all kings. Remember, we for those in authority, police yeah. officers. Yes. Those are in authority to keep the law of the land. Right, amen. We pray for the uh, for the, for the firemen, for the counselors, yes. or all the people that play a ground for all the 
all the prison guards that that deal with these things. I have a nephew that's a prison guard, and he's got he's got Christ in him, and he does a good job of staying positive, happy, joy, and joyful, and not resentful. Love, folks, love is the answer yes. that we must uh, proclaim over the land. Yeah. Even though there some people don't deserve it, it's right. It's God's will. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, this is a great word for now. Um, you know, when we see everything happening in our country, that's the time to pray. Um, you know, we can make change through our prayers, and I think that this this particular devotional showed that. You know, when the when the church rallied and prayed for the Gulf War, um fewer casualties took place and they won even though it wasn't a war that we wanted to be in the power of prayer and unity is matters to heaven but and then reading how they proved on the second part when that Somalia happened how that didn't take place we didn't he said we didn't open our big mouths you know sometimes you know um Anyway, that's... Same thing happened to Israel when they said, don't go up. Let's just take a few thousand men in kings in Moses' time. And they said, don't go with you. The Lord's not with you. Oh, we're going to go anyway. They went and they got beat up by a... Yeah. First of all, you know, even sometimes I feel, you know, in my own little corner, in my own little chair of my own little home, uh, how can Anna influence this? Um, you can prophesy, prophesy to the nation, speak prophetically. Um, you know, I always pray, Lord, you know, uh, put righteous men in, in office. You know, real righteous men in office are going to meet your agenda. So, uh, so that's just a small prayer I can pray from here. Do you believe your prayers make a difference in the Oval Office on the nation? I believe that and, they uh, do. And the Supreme Court? I believe that they do and can. Roe versus, Roe versus Wade. Wade. Okay, that's a great example. You know, prayer, How many prayer, people were prayer. in unity over that? That people are stunned that it was overturned. You know, about time. About time it was. You know, know we can... Uh, anyway, uh, let's keep moving. Uh, you know, I prayed one time. We used to pray every five minutes for each country, each nation through this... Dic- goodness dick goodness uh prayer schedule and i would pray and take about an hour to go around in the country yeah. every every day you would pray for a different nation That's good idea. And, and one time i saw in the newspaper it said 25 million bibles for africa and something in me went boom like <laughs> wow i had something to do with that yeah can you imagine moving the hand of God yeah. through our prayer? Mm. And folks, that's from my experience, it can be done. Yes. You know, we pray for water wells, we pray for schools, and we pray for uh, teach a child how to fish so they can teach others how to yes, fish. Yes, amen. And with, you know, God's skills. You know, I just wanted to say the benefit that we receive by doing that praying for our leaders. Um <clears throat> what we get in return okay for uh, praying for people in authority uh the president the congress the senate our, our police officers it says right here okay 
and giving thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty okay for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our god our savior who yeah you mentioned that he wants everybody to be saved so no matter how much you disagree with that person that person is still targeted god wants them to come in okay but what we get here it's very clear it says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. So what we're getting here, Fernando, when we are praying for Glendora, or we're, we should be praying for Glendora, but when we're praying for our nation, guess what we get in return? Right here in Glendora, without even calling that out, just by praying for our leaders. And not only that, the nation would have peace, peace you know, in our neighborhoods, in our schools, Okay, less crime and all this kind of stuff. This matters. This scripture is powerful. It says that we may lead, go forward as a quiet and peaceful people yes. in life yes. with godliness and honesty. Amen. You know, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, Amen. our Savior. In other words, we're utilizing the tool that we've been given for good. Freely we have received, freely we give. Freely we have received forgiveness for our souls and our sins, and freely we pray for others that they may receive. Uh, who will have all men to be saved, to come into the knowledge of the truth, which is Jesus. Yes. And when I and I first read, I exhort therefore that the first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving things be made for the body of Christ. Too. Amen. That we become in unity too, Amen. and then we all, as as a, as together, as a congregation, we pray for kings and for all in authority. We say, "Amen." Yeah, we say, "Loosen the blessings of God in this nation. Loosen the 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 love of God in this nation. Amen. Loosen the wonders of God from the east and the west and the north and the south. Let there be prosperity." in people's homes and his houses. Amen. You know, we're living in someone else's prayer. Somebody interceded in the 1800s, 1900s. They interceded the glory of God. And our our, our streets are peaceable. Mm-hmm. There's no crying mm-hmm. and yelling in mm-hmm. the streets. Right. It's just you can just feel free and good because someone has opened the portal to heaven in where we live here. You know, and you'll be happier if you live next to a university. It's been proven. <laughs> um, I do have a little small testimony I'd like to share of how, how prayers matter. Um, back in 2006, first of all, Hurricane Katrina hit in 2005. But then in 2008, I said six, but I meant eight, um, a hurricane came back in that same area. And it was also, yes, I remember. yeah, and it was called Gustavo. Gustavo. Okay, and it was in 2006. Now, I at that time was attending, or I'm sorry, it is 2008, my eyes, my glasses. Um, I was attending uh, Jubilee Christian Church. And every so often, quite often actually, and, uh, Kim Clement, a prophet of God, would show up. And this, and this weekend that took place, the hurricane was on its way to being a category five devastating um, a hurricane. 
And in that room with over 2,000 people prophesying, you know, to turn around or whatever, I don't know what words we were speaking, but it was something that we were all in unison prophesying. The next day, that thing went to a category two. That's, I wanted to share that as I read that, that recalled to me what, what had happened in that church that day. And so, yeah, we can influence and change things. And especially in agreement, like the church is supposed to be in agreement on these things of the, of the, that are beyond our neighborhood or whatever in our government and all over the nations. We, in unison, it's, we are powerful people. We are powerful people. Amen. And sometimes it's just uh, a good prayer uh, for us is Second Chronicles 714, which is what Solomon prayed. And um, he prayed that um, if my people who are called by my name um, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will hear the, heal their land. So that's a great scripture to pray over our nation. Get on our knees. You know, I need to do that uh, more often and cry out to God and and humble myself and, and, and ask the Lord to heal our land and, you know, um, turn it from our wicked ways. So anyway, that that's a great scripture amen, to, to, to declare. Thank you very much. I'll go ahead and uh, we'll move over to June 30th. Like we said, we're going to read two, two days worth. Don't just sit there. Do something, <laughs> which is Anna said. James 2, 18 and 20 from the New American Standard. But someone may well say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without the works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. But are you willing to recognize you foolish fella that faith <laughs> foolish fella that faith without works is useless amen wow the love of god compels us to get up there and do work we were talking about that yesterday okay kenny copley goes on to say do you believe god loves you do you really really truly believe it there's only one way to know for sure Look at your life and see if you are acting on that love. Wow. Something you genuinely believe you'll act on. For instance, if someone were to come into a crowd room, crowded room and say, The building's on fire! Everyone who believed it would immediately get up. Those who did not believe it would say things like, I don't smell anything smoke. Do you smell any smoke? They'll just sit there waiting for the physical senses to tell them it was what it was said was true. Now, let's add another element to this illustration. Let's say the person who came in and said, the building's on fire, was a fireman. Now, with that added to it, it would really be foolish not to act on his word because he knows what he's talking about. That's the position you and I are in today. God, who definitely knows what he is talking about, has said that he loves us. Most of us have mentally agreed. If someone asks, if we tell them, oh yes, I know God loves me. But most of us haven't done much about it. We're just sitting there waiting for further evidence of that truth. 
That evidence won't come until we get up and do something. Why? Because just knowing God loves us isn't enough. It's acting on that knowledge that brings results. What should I do, you ask? First of all, open your mouth and say something. Start talking about how much God loves you. Instead of saying, gee, I hope this situation turns out all right. Say, praise God, I have confidence the situation is going to turn out all right. Because my Father loves me and perfect perfects, perfects that which concerns me. Amen. Psalms 138.8 Use every opportunity to confess your faith in God's love for you. Amen. Second, start acting on God's word. When you read, for example, that as a believer, you can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Don't shrink back in fear. Don't sit around wondering what will happen. If you lay hands on someone and they don't get well, get up and get after it. Believing God loves you enough to back you up. Mm. The minute you do that, God's love will suddenly become more than a religious concept to you. It will be a reality. That's when you begin to see what the power of love can do. Amen. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. You know, this scripture, it says, um, faith without works is useless. You can, like he said, you can say, well, yeah, God loves me. And then you're not seeing the glory of God over your situation, your problems, your, your home your family uh or you can put action to that well what kind of action would you do well if i had a problem with a a person i have to start praying for the person that i have the disagreement with or you know that i um that needs help in a situation i start praying and prophesying over over their situation uh if i have a resentment i will pray the psalm 23 for them and and that's my my faith by works, right? It's not that I have to work to get into the kingdom of God. It's not that at all. It's you got the faith already. God has put in all of us a measure of faith. But what we have to do is, okay, you know, you're looking for a job. And you know, oh, yeah, God's got the right job for me. And you're not looking for a job. You're not doing, putting your faith in action. It's, I know you speak of this many times about faith and action Thank and, you, honey. and take a little action and do, you know, we have to put a step forward and then God will meet you with the rest. You know, we put our faith, um, in where we, the direction we want to go and God, God works with God like, likes us to co-labor with him, work with him. So, you know, we can't just sit back and say, I got all the faith in the world for this. And now I'm just going to no, cause God will instruct you to do different things to get there sometimes he'll show you in a vision or a dream um he'll speak to you in the small still voice he'll give you a dream um you'll know that you know that the holy spirit is guiding you towards what he wants you to do for that season okay and we do go through seasons so every season can be different maybe you prayed your way or finances in a few week a few years back and the money showed up because you walked around the building whatever but now maybe he just wants you to Relax about the finances. Don't be so stressed out about it. Because he, he's, the word says that he's your provider. He provides for all your needs according to his riches, not yours. So what do I do? Meantime, meantime, I, uh, I act as God loves me. 
Yeah, you know, God we, is love. We prayed that yesterday. We would pray the Our Father. Like, for instance, let's go ahead and pray the Our Father and act like our Father loves us. Can, since that topic is at, over our heads, everyone, let's go ahead and pray out loud the Our Father. I'll pray for you. You pray for the body of Christ. I'll pray for the body of Christ. Our I'm Father, Father, who Lord art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's say that one more time and let's change a few words into love and say... Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven, thy love come, thy love be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily love, and forgive us of our wrongs as we forgive those who wrong wrong against us. Why shouldn't we, since we're all full of love? We got plenty to give. Mm. Push it out of your life. Just do it. Yes. To, and to keep us from temptation, yes. you know, because love is powerful and mm. can be used wrongly to yes. manipulate people, yes. do things, and act very kind to someone and and steal their stuff. Yes, real pious. Oh, poor me. And then and then ask God to deliver you and keep you from the evil and let's not get contaminated with sin and sickness and disease, but be liberated in glory and amen. Amen. Act as if it just. I'm still talking about that little miracle we got last week. That uh, not little, huge miracle. It yeah. came when I needed, when I was acting like I had clothing to go to the wedding. I, was, I, I tried my pants. You know how we always buy new clothes to go to a wedding, and the, those old clothes are my 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 suit is pretty old. Yes, we need a new suit. <laughs> so a uh, a good friend of mine gave me a bunch of suits and I tried the the clothes that were way too big for me, too baggy. And then lo and behold, that action that morning, then at the door they there was a package and I gave it to Anna and I hey, and we always kid around. Every time we get mail, we say uh checks in the mail. We say property, real estate's mm-hmm. coming in, good things, a blessing. She says, I said, there, there's a blessing here. Yeah. You walked in the door and said, well, let me see what, let's see, there's a package. must be my blessing. Or, mm-hmm. You said something like that. Something in that nature yeah. that we, we, we act in faith, right? Anyway, not, it just like for instance, I'm selling an item today to a very good friend of mine. I'm, I'm selling him a, a very nice bookshelf. He wanted a bookshelf. I like and and that man has been so kind to me. He's given us free cars. He's given us uh, old uh, relic computers, and very very. So I right away I took all my all my books off my shelves, four shelves, <laughs> put them in boxes. I'm acting like faith, like we're probably going to move and get a bigger house. Yeah. But one one of the things. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to take it to him. And and him and his wife, they're going to enjoy it. The point is, I'm going to believe I'm getting a thousand dollars for it. (laughs) I can believe and act like it and deliver it with with care and joy. Amen. 
Anyway, I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, now I'm going to ask Anna what she has in store for this reading. Thank you. Yeah, um, just what I said, you know, it's like we, we got we to gotta do, put our faith into action, um, whatever that is. We can't just sit back and expect that the finances are going to come directly from the sky, although God does work supernaturally. Um, but they, they they don't come from the sky. Well, what about I mean, what about that time we received that hundred thousand dollars from well, the sky? Yeah, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know what I mean. The yes. money doesn't grow on the trees. You go out in the morning and grab it. I found a hundred dollars on the street. Yeah. Twenty bucks here and there, <laughs> babe. You you know what I mean. Yes, babe. all things are possible. I'm not negating that. What I'm saying is that when we put our faith into action, miracles will happen. Speaking it out. Lord, I need a crown. You know, hey, with my man, teeth. That was okay? a miracle there. That was a miracle right there. Tell I was, the people about it. Well, yeah, really I, fast year, she needed a crown. I needed a crown. We didn't have insurance. So right. she said, Father, she actually was saying, I was listening to her. She said, Daddy, I need a crown. Every little chance, a little bit of joy. That's the key, folks. Release it. Just a little thing. Yeah. And she said, all of a sudden, the phone went haywire. And yes. Her friend from old came, high up, school. came up on the phone. Eh, you, what happened? I was that? on the phone with somebody else. And in my, in my thoughts, think about this. This was even just in my thoughts that I was having this, this asking the Lord. So don't underestimate when you have a thought to go to your daddy with it. Because I would, Lord, I need a crown in my thoughts. And then one day Fernando and I were just relaxing and I w- we were talking to a lady from the Seventh Day Adventist Church, Irene, and she was talking to us. And then all of a sudden the phone, the iPhone, I didn't touch anything, dialed another number, okay? It was this friend of mine from high school who works in a dentist office. So that prompted me to call her. And she told me, hey, if it's, your, if it's a crown, that should last longer than that. So I called my dentist. He, it was a Friday night, and I didn't seem to be bothered that it might be his dinner time. He gave me his card, so I called him. I said, hey, my crown is broken. Come in, I'll replace it. <laughs> so, so yeah, okay, I'll, you know, because I've been going to him for years. Right, from how right, long, you right. know, my crown. So anyway. <laughs> it's similar to me. But, with... but that is just, you know, when we... When we see the power of God, even in your thoughts, that's why keep your thoughts on what's good and lovely. God is good and lovely, and he's love. Why wouldn't your daddy want to give you a new crown without having to pay so much money for it? You know, the, the, <laughs> amen, the experience is, folks, that the, the good answer is already over your head, and we're fretting uh, on our own. Everything is already planned out by... A mighty, mighty God that picks up the sun at a certain time and and puts it down. Everything is even the 24-hour rhythm. There, everything is is in place, folks. Even our blessings, even our blessings. So the best thing to do is act. When we say the Our Father, we praise and worship. We act like we have a mighty God. We praise and worship Him in the beginning for about an hour. And get on our knees, say the Our Father two, three times, and believe you let go of faith. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. You might have to say it very rapidly and let your faith go. And then after that, after that, when you feel good that you've done it right, rejoice that the Father has heard you. Believe that He's heard you and go out through your day 
cleaning and working and establishing and getting a good night's rest and properly taking care of yourself. Properly sleeping and eating is we're acting on faith. Don't just throw things up against the wall, sleep on the couch and eat anything. Uh, we're made in God's image, and we do the best uh, dignity we can through faith in Jesus' name. Am I preaching? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I love you guys. God bless you. We don't want to make it too long. Uh, have a great uh, yes, week, the rest of the week. We pray for blessings come from the east. Prosperity come from the east. Prosperity come from the west. Prosperity come from the north. Prosperity come from the south. From down above, from up above, prosperity has feet. May it come to you and run to you and make a difference in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the people, Lord. We thank you for the, the, the peace that surpasses all understanding in their lives, Lord. And we just pray that you're, um, that they would see the goodness, your goodness, your kindness, your love, your grace and mercy for their situations, God, whether it be healing, finances, uh, their marriage, their children. Lord, just pour out a blessing that they cannot contain, Lord God. We ask you to do exceedingly abundantly above all they could ever ask or imagine according to the power that is in them. And that's Jesus, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you are working all things together for their good. You work all things together for those who are called according to your purpose, Lord. Father, use us. Use us in the smallest ways, whether we're going to the grocery store. Maybe somebody needs to hear an encouraging word. Maybe it's just praying for our government today. Maybe it's just um, sitting and spending time at your feet, Lord, making you the priority, seeking you, God. We thank you, Father, for your blessing that makes one rich and it adds no sorrow with it. So we just pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that the people would be healed in Jesus' name, whatever any ailments they're going through. We thank you. Restore them, Lord, whatever situations they've had. Restore. We speak restoration, refreshment. And we thank you, Father, that you're such a good dad. And we just praise you and we love you. And we just, we just come with expecting hearts for miracles for your miracles of heaven, for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Have a great existence. I love you. Okay. <laughs>